0: I realized this should be the one of the working area of the Pride in Nepal. After getting that training, my confidence was also increased. After receiving that training, I was invited by the Myanmar National Association of the Blind as a trainer to facilitate the fight back training for the blind and visually impaired person.
1: So nobody wants to match with you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if 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 if, if somebody wants to misbehave with me he will going to have a very bad time
1: Stick your neck out The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation Welcome to the podcast to restore your faith in humanity a woman scrambles to get on a bus before it leaves. She barely makes it. Stumbling around to grab onto something while the bus bounces along a busy Kathmandu road, she suddenly senses a helping hand guiding her towards a grab handle. Her gratitude is short-lived as it turns to disgust when the helper patches himself up against her. Don't touch me like that, she shouts. This woman is my guest today, Kantari alumni Sarita Lamishane. Welcome Sarita and tell me what happened, what is this story about?
0: Uh, thank you. The story is about to the, my traveling time. It's around 2012 when I finished my exam from the university and then I try to catch boss to... Return in my hostel and during that period because of exam the bus was so crowded and finally I got one bus then I I started to travel and I didn't get the seat to um, sit and then I have to stand in the bus and it, because during that period uh, the, the the one man he tried to misbehave me other he did misbehave me and then when I try to Tell him, don't touch me like that. And he told, you are a blind. You cannot see. How do you know? It's my hand. Yeah, It's the story of uh, the boss, but... Very pain, painful story, but nowadays, yeah, it's.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a really sad story. Is this is something that happens to many women with disabilities in Nepal. How is the life of people with disabilities, especially women in your country?
0: Women, you know, the women have to face many challenges in their life because the women, especially as visually impaired women and the women with disability, are marginalized because of gender and as well as the disability. In overall disability also, the Nepali society still thinks uh, disability is the sin of previous birth. No. If we did something wrong in the, our past life, we got uh, disability in this life. When we're talking about the situation of the women, women are marginalized. Even the family who have uh, women, and men, child, women and men, there is also discrimination if they both have a disability. Having a daughter in a family, society still thinks the parents are unlucky. If a family have a daughter, she will face violence, she will have a challenge in life. But the, if male have a disability, they have disability, but they might not face any kind of problem. That kind of a thinking are existing in Nepal and existing in the society.
1: Yeah, we are talking about double marginalization as the starting point of violence. Blind women are considered doubly weak because they are female and blind and hence an easy target.
0: Yeah, and as well as you know, the easy to target, and as well as they thought the, because you know, the being a women and when uh, we associated with the disability and then we cannot do anything because you know, the society thinks women are made for the housework. When we go, got the disability, and the, you know that it's linking with the relationship, it's linking with the marriage, it's linking with the each and every part of the life. Because you know, the, when the girls, um, uh, the child turned in the her uh, poverty age, and then when she started the menstruation, even the menstruation, during the menstruation, also society thought having a mensuration is a problem for women with disabilities.
1: Yeah, that's actually interesting because I actually wanted to talk about that. Are there also existing issues for women or of women with disabilities regarding the access of sexual and reproductive health service for women with disabilities in Nepal?
0: Yes, because you know that because majority of the Nepali follow the Hindu religion. In Hindu religion, when, when I have a period in the first time, I should not stay in a home. I should not watch the face of my uh, brother, father, grandfather, and male member of the family. Why? Because there will be like a scene or something wrong. If uh, I saw their face or if they saw that girl who got a period first time, they will have a misimpact in their life.
1: Uh, They are going to get weak. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah they are going to get weak oh my and then because of these i can remember my first period time also the you know the in um, the Pashim province province number seven one part of the nepal there is one system it called chaupadi chaupadi is also related to menstruation. The, the you know the for the Hindu religion, in the Hindu religion, first and second period, they have to stay in the um, outside of the home. But in the Sudhir Prashen province, the people have to stay, each and every mensuration, they have to stay out of the home. They have, mm. For four days, they have to stay out of the home in a small cottage.
1: Oh my God.
0: And then a small cottage. And then. For women with disability, if when uh, the, the if uh, because of the child and the woman with disability, they need to stay in the that kind of thing. And the, the situation of the woman with disability who stay in the far western region is so 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 complicated, complicated. Yeah. Yeah, Compared yeah, the like other woman with disability who stay in the. Other region of the country.
1: Yeah, it, it now, sounds.
0: Also, the, in the case of the intellectual disability, who have an intellectual disability, you know, the, the getting period is so uh, worry things for the family member because you know the uh, majority of the uh, when the intellectual di- disability have a menstruation, uh, some of the case they did post sterilization and then they throw the their uterus because you know the oh, no. uh, what the, and then i, I asked with the some mother what is the reason behind this because you know the family they live with the poverty and then they have to go for the daily work for their daily survive and then during that period daughter will be alone and then because during that period if somebody because if never or somebody if no she was alone and then and yeah, they will come and the, he um, will do the misbehave. And there are some cases, the girl get, uh, got pregnancy and then she don't know who did this. And because uh-huh. of those reasons also, the, the mother of intellectual disability took forced sterilization as a solution to stop the unwanted pregnancy.
1: That's pretty sad. I remember talking to Shristi KC about these issues. A while back, uh, she was one of the first Cantari I had as a guest in this in this podcast. And talking about a, being a woman with disability is like a really difficult situation in Nepal. And uh, with your experience working with the blind, especially blind women, you started to also realize deficits in matters of policy, the attitude of the society, and the confidence in blind women. Can we please go through these three pillars?
0: Okay. First, I will go with the confident of the blind woman. Okay. Because you know, the society always tell you cannot do because you know, the it started from the daily living skill. <laughs> because if I try to do some work, my family or my parents, they, because majority of the you know, parents of the woman with disability, they are ready to say, please leave it like them, leave it, I will do. But if the same work, They try to do by the other um, person who don't have a disability, who are sighted, who can see. They can. They told, "Don't you have a like? You you need to do um, do again." Or they press, they uh, force them to do that work again and again. And then they told. Sometimes they is called them. They made a mistake when they did this work. Because of that also, it's uh, have a bad impact or it's have an impact on the confidence of the blind woman, confident mm. of the woman with disability. And then as well as, you know, the um, the violence, because, you know, the woman with disability, they don't know how to deal with the different kind of violence. And then, you know, that the incident of the rape and the incident of the harassment is increasing day by day. And then because of the, the, the fear of the violence also the uh, its uh, impact, uh, violence also impact on the confidence of the blind woman. As well as the ignorance by the society and the as well as ignorance by the some family members. Sometimes the uh, some family member of the woman with disability because of those reasons also they, they did not get the Exposure on the different so, um, extracurricular activities and de- different uh, social gathering. This limit uh, them in uh, the um, in their home and they are, they stay with the isolation. They isolated on the four wall of the home. And those uh, the those are those point uh, or those uh, incident uh, impacted on the confidence of the woman with disability as well as. Along with blind women.
1: What about the policy then?
0: <laughs> Good thing of Nepal is Nepal Nepal government is always ready to ratify the different <laughs> convention convention of international convention, but <laughs> implementation part is lacking because you know the <laughs> Nepal has already ratified the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Person with Disability on 2009 December, but uh, the you know the. And as well as the based on the UNCRPD, the Nepal government has also developed the Act on Rights of Persons with Disability. There are also some progressive provision for the uh, person with disability as well as women with disability, but implementation part is lacking.
1: Mm. You
0: know the they have <laughs> the for the uh, for the policy part we have a communication guideline. And then we have the code of conduct developed by the press council of the Nepal where nicely written the person, the dignified terminology should be used for the person with disability when journalists develop the article. But the, if we see, the, if we look the implementation part, there are so, 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 so there are so many articles where we can easily find the, some discriminative terminology and uh, that kind of uh, terminology in the article, as well as headline of the article. And then another thing is um, uh, also the, when the Nepal government has uh, uh, developed the inclusive education, but now after uh, moving in the federal structure, the, the that policy was canceled, and then, the, the, uh, and then nowadays the Education Act is um, implemented, or the Education Act, Act is... Uh,
1: Imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it has also a lot to do with the society because, of course, if the government try to put this these policies but they don't really like really follow them and they don't really make a conscience on the people on the society, it's not going to work anything. Yeah, yeah. So you went out to Kantari, even though many people didn't want you to go. After this seven month leadership course, you founded the project Prayatna Nepal which empowers visually impaired girls and women to take charge of their own lives. Let us talk a little bit about your project, Prayatna.
0: Prayatna Nepal is, the, is a non-government organization. And the, the organization basically focuses on the empowerment of the blind and visually impaired women. And the organization basically for work on the six area. First area, daily living skills. Uh, we empower them through the um, orientation and mobility training because you know the being a blind, we need to learn how to work independently because you know the um, how to uh, do indoor and outdoor movement. Without movement, we cannot have uh, do do progress in our life. Yeah. Because of that reason, in a daily living self sufficiency um, or daily living part we provide the blind women and the training on orientation and mobility as well as cooking as well as a signature technique training because you know the majority of the uh, visually impaired still they are dependent with the fingerprint because of the, the dependency on the fingerprint the, the ma- majority of the visually impaired person um, facing difficulties to receive the and banking service because the visually impaired person from the nepal they are denying, they didn't get the even some uh, they didn't get the atm service so they didn't get the mobile banking because of the fingerprint but the, if visually impaired women, they know the how to do their own signature and they can sign in a bank and they can receive the atm and then um, the other other modern service provided by the banking sector.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: That's great. The, the signature technique training was developed based on the Braille letter because you know the, the blind person internalized the Braille mm-hmm. symbol. Yep. And then we use that symbol to re- develop the signature of the blind person because you, based on the dot of the Braille letter, and we develop the Signature technique, or we develop the guideline for the blind. So far, we are, we develop only English al- alphabet, but we still, we are trying to develop the, those, um, uh, technique on the Nepali as well as on the Nepali alphabet as well as. Oh,
1: that's great. Then
0: another, another part we provided the, for sustainability part, we provide the CV writing and interview facing technique. Having a master degree certificate is not sufficient for a job because they need to know how to face job interview how to deal with interview, how to write CV, how, how to develop their own regime, and then how to survive in an interview.
1: Yeah, how to how to move in this interview, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it. It's a lot to take.
0: Then because of that, and we provide the CV writing and interview-facing technique. And the, for the illiterate, because that could be work for the one, the literate who are literate, but there are visually impaired women who are illiterate or who did not get the opportunity on education at all on the literacy and then we provide them the uh, liquid soap training and the finel making training kind of this and then also we provided the paper bag training in the collaboration with another organization
1: yeah actually that's not the only thing you are doing you're also helping blind women to learn to cook to get dressed alone but uh, you're also part of a Fight Back project where blind girls are learning to fight against violence. Yes. Do you care to explain how does it work at all? And how do you come up with the idea to do something like that?
0: Talking about the Fight Back, you know, yeah, <laughs> here is also one story. I think the change in Nepal, one NGO working in Nepal, they organized the event called My Story event in uh, March uh, 2013. I went there when I went there there are hundred of people and then I decided I will share my story on the public vehicle then I share my story which we discuss in our initial in the beginning of our interview after that the team of change was in Nepal and they thought uh, we, we need to do something. And then we decided and we started to source the organization who provide the fight back training or self-defense um, for the other people. And then they, uh, they have adjusted the technique. The, they just facilitate the training of the fight back, but they don't know the how to deal or how to provide the technique of uh, to the blind woman. And then,
1: I, I imagine that is also complicated. I mean, but but you have to use your voice, uh, kind of, uh, like voice Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Voice and then touch and then the voice. Voice is more powerful. Then we have to, the, all things need to feel by the touch and the voice and the sound. And then me and the three friend of mine, along with the Chainsh Nepal, we sit with the, the team who... Provided the fight back, and then we tell them how to deliver these those techniques for the blind woman, and then uh, with the one month uh, hard work, we are able to develop the package of fight back training for the visual impaired. That's great. And then I also received because I, I know the technique how to deliver, but I don't know the technical or a technical part of the fight and then I, with the, my 10 visually impaired fellow, we received the 10 days fight pack training through the uh, through the change fusion. And then I realized this should be the one of the working area of the Pride Nepal because we need to empower the blind women. After getting that training, my confidence was also increased because, you know, the before that training, I thought after the 6 p.m., I should uh, return in the home, but now even uh, after 19, I have a confidence because after receiving that training, I was invited by the Myanmar National Association of the Blind as a trainer to facilitate the fight back training for the blind and visually impaired person.
1: So nobody wants to match with you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, if 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 misbehave with, if somebody wants to misbehave with me, he will gonna have a very bad time. <laughs> that is your
1: <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and after the establishment of the prayatna, and then we continue provided the same fight back training, still co- with the collaboration with the organized the fight back or the, the paritana, but. From next year or from this year, we are thinking to uh, provide the master taught for the blind women. And then, along with fight Back, nowadays, from the 2018, we started to work on the sexuality area as well as we provided the. You know the we are an organized. We have organized different dialogue with the different agency on the issues of the uh, disability on sexuality. As well as, and we provided the taught, um, provided the um, intensive training, five or six stage training on the sexuality for the blind and visually impaired women. And then as well as we provided the organized the menstruation hygiene workshop in the different school where blind and visually impaired students are studied because the, you know, that the organized by organized this kind of uh, workshop, we realized the the visually impaired woman needs some kind of platform to share their healing or their experience related to menstruation. And then before that, when I developed my dream project during that period, I didn't realize the importance of safe space for the women. And then after realizing that, and we organized you know, event feminist dialogue series where people can, uh, the visually impaired woman can share any story which uh, confront on their life. And then, because of that, they got opportunity to share, and then and and then also that they sometimes they can get the solution of the their challenge. And nowadays, we we are regular organizing this kind of event as well as and then also the from the advocacy part also we started to uh, do advocacy with the cross movement, like you know that the people who are working with the youth movement, who are working with the woman with disability. Moment, because you know the in 2016 uh, I got opportunity to be uh, um, nominated uh, um, as a board member of association of youth organization. Nepal. Okay. and then I realized the woman person with disability are only the we um, we advocate only for the rights rights right within a disability movement and that we advocate with along with the, only with the government, but. The youth and then, but the CS, CSO movement also, who have a lot of uh, work and who, who got a lot of investment from the different uh, non government, different donor agency or different funders, also, they, they also need to be the um, inclusive because they also need, need to realize the agenda of the inclusion. And then I realized ooh, we should organize the cross movement dialogue with them because they need to understand what is our issue and then what is our capability I totally yeah.
1: agree with you i i think teaching women in general that they are useless that they are justified in being better is as you pointed out something that needs to be uh or to become a priority in every country so prayatna nepal's goal is to inspire independence through training in daily yeah, living yeah. and interpersonal yeah. skills employability um, through professional competence such as resumes and interviews, and strength through self-defense techniques to enable themselves to fight back. How do the girls know about this project? Is difficult to reach out to them?
0: Ah, uh, you know the good thing is I was uh, because before establishment of the project, no, so I was involved in the I was a part of the different network, personal disability network. Because of the, that involvement also, it's easy to, you know, uh, easy to get the goal or get, easy to connect with the visually impaired woman. as, well as nowadays, the, because uh, the people started to use the social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or Instagram like that, and the, from that also they got opportunity or they got information about our program and our event because of that uh, because of that also they can in- engage as well as you know the, we have a the, um, the board member from the different region or we have a member from the different um, uh, province of the nepal and they are also source of uh, they are also one um, good source to connect with the uh, visually impaired women who live in the grassroots sector but uh, still we need to okay. do a lot but we we started to do the exam initiation.
1: okay I see another issue is uh, that you are addressing is the objectification of disability um could you tell us a bit more about this particular situation disabled persons suffer and how society should and could work on it
0: yeah because you know the inner through the proietna also sorry um, uh, we distributed the we still we are uh, distributing the education material for the blind and Uh, visually impaired student because you know the uh, receiving uh, some school uh, uh, the some visually impaired student who study in the grassroots school they face difficulties to have uh, access on the braille paper because of that also they face uh, um, uh, the the, that they face problem uh, challenge in the teaching learning activities and uh, after knowing that and then we started to distribute the braille paper and then education item like the geometry key, talking calculator, slate stylus, and white cane kind of things in the school. So far, we have distributed the um, education material in the 10 um, uh, school where blind and visually impaired students are studied. And then... From that initiation, 150 students got benefit.
1: If you look at it from, from this part of the ocean, it's amazing what you've what you've achieved. And of course, there is a long path to do, but um, you are on the good way. So um, I just want to ask you, what motivates you? What makes you keep going?
0: <sighs> the motivation of the well-wisher like you, that is also one part. Because sometime, <laughs>
1: <Thank you. laughs>
0: and then sometime uh, my fellow blind women also the and then the, the that is open. my family most important part because they always tell me we are with you because you know that if I didn't get the support from the family maybe I'm I might um, be, I will not be able to uh, do what I did to what I am doing today because that is also. Another thing is the yeah Kanthari. because you know the Kanthari, the, the the seven month course which I received that changed the perspective and the changed the skill and um, develop my skills in life because the that changed my perspective towards life and then as well as the um, other uh, the um, some fellow from the some human rights organization and disability rights organization, they are also uh, the source of the inspiration. And sometimes that there are some people who there are some I I might say uh, the the sound uh, it is not a good sound. Say the enemy, but I am now I don't uh, I am not getting the proper <laughs> word. The, 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 the people who all some people who are always backbiting or people some people who are always. And uh, like that, uh, yeah, they are also the kind of, they are also the good source for me to work on this other to They are also good source to continue my motivation because you know, the sometimes I'm, because when I work or when sometimes I thought I did, I have a feeling. So I, I know. And then when I get, when I check with the some person, I am doing good, but uh, there are some people. They are always ready to dismotivate motivated and demotivated like that. And these kind of people also they are the source of uh, like uh, let's say source of uh, energy or something like that. They they also push me to they also push me to do some good thing or do to survive in this because because of that also I'm thinking was, was it. I should go forward like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you should. So Seth, I'm pretty sure there are a couple of girls out there listening to this podcast, which maybe are visually impaired, which maybe are blind, which might also have experienced the same bad experience you experienced in your in this bus. Which will be your message to them?
0: Yeah, first, me, please be vocal because, you know, the... Touch and vocal is the main things of for the blind main, main source. Be vocal and then increase your confidence and then do share your problem with the, the people who can, who, who you can trust. And then also the, uh, do contact with the organization. Also then, if you think I'm the good person or I can listen your story, I'm ready. To listen your story because I know that somebody listen my story because of that reason I am here today. Because if I listen the some story, maybe they can they can also get the some positive vibes. Also they can also get the if I am not able to do anything, only thing they can I can listen and then they can get opportunity. They can get a safe space to articulate their hidden or sad story. Yeah. And then I, I can say the girl, if uh, somebody told um, the, you are blind, you cannot do, you can you are helpless like that, you can say, remember the, the small, um, remember the, the chili because they, that is so small. <laughs> but if you buy it, we can get a lot of spice. A small chili can make huge difference, I can say like that.
1: Thank you, Sarita. Thanks for for this hour. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank
0: you so much. And then also I would like to thank all listeners who bear with me and then who, who listen my, I don't know, boring or something. Oh, boring? Was, was
1: not boring at all.
0: <laughs> History. And thank you so much for you to provide, for providing this kind of opportunity to connect with the people thanks. around the world. Thank you. Thanks
1: thanks a lot. In Nepal visually impaired women are often at the risk of sexual and physical violence, harassment and assault in the different spheres of their surrounding. Sarita Lamishan is fighting against this. If you want to join this fight, join her on Facebook or on Twitter. Follow the links on our show notes. And there we are at the end of the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. You'll find the stories of the Cantari alumni and the Giraffe Heroes, the stories of people sticking their necks out every Tuesday in Spotify, iTunes, our homepage, and every other place where you get your podcast. And if you subscribe, you don't have to look out for us. We'll be coming to you. Dear listeners, if there is a friend, a family member, an organization, or someone you know who is doing a great work in the community, someone sticking their neck out, Just nominate them as a Giraffe Hero or tell us about them. Come and visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. My name is Jean-Pierre Aguilar and I hope you join us also on our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. But more importantly, I hope you join us again next week. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation.